Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, my friends. You are listening to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, and this is episode number 20. So this will be a shorter episode today. Just a quick update. Yes, we are still surrounded by boxes, but less and less <laughs> every day. Yes, there is still so much organizing to do and organizing. I mean, there's been a lot of organizing that has happened and is currently underway, but truthfully, some of that unpacking and organizing was put on hold a few days ago because I found out that my father had passed away. So those of you who have been listening to this podcast or who know me know that I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and that my husband and our daughter and I moved to New York uh, just a little over five and a half years ago. So I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. I moved to Vancouver in my early 20s. I've li I lived in Japan for a few years. I went to theater school in New York. And I lived in Toronto for about 17 years before moving to Brooklyn. And my mom, my dad, my sister, and all my childhood friends stayed in Calgary. I was really the only one who left. And my parents divorced when I was 20 years old, but they always stayed really good friends. I mean, they've known each other since they were something like 15 years old, right? They've known each other since they were kids. So even though they ended their marriage, they stayed fairly close as friends. And here's the thing. We all struggle with our own demons and have to navigate our own struggles as we go on this, you know, life journey and my father was no exception. Now, that being said, my dad was a great guy. Everyone always said that Doug Matheson was such a great guy. He was kind. He made people laugh. He had a very witty, fast, and clever sense of humor. <laughs> uh, he loved to have fun. He loved a good time. Um, and he had his struggles, so I got the news about his passing when I woke up on Friday morning, and it's only been a few days, but I've definitely been going through a roller coaster of, of emotions. Part of me feels relief because he's no longer in pain. Part of me feels sadness. Part of me feels closer to him now than I did when he was alive. And part of me doesn't know what to think or feel. <laughs> and part of me is constantly feeling and thinking all the time about all the things. It's been a very powerful event. And I'm realizing that it will continue to be for a very long time. And I, I realize that this has just happened. And I'm probably still in a bit of shock. And I know I, I know I have a lot to process. But I really wanted to come on here today and record this episode, not only as a tribute to my father, but also to share a few important lessons that I've been reminded of <laughs> because of this experience. And the biggest one of all is that it's okay to do nothing, right? It's, it's okay. You don't have to do anything. 
And I know that might not sound like some hugely profound golden nugget, but I think it can be because I know that as I build my businesses and it's just part of my personality, I am in go, go, go mode all the time. I'm very comfortable in in action mode. And when I found out about my father passing, I really recognized how my how my brain was reacting and and struggling. Like I was struggling with wanting to worry about work as we were dealing with this news and then judging myself for that. And I was thinking, what do I do about my clients? But what do I do about my meetings? And what do I do about my responsibilities to my staff at Anamaya? And what do I do about my mastermind? But at the same time, I was thinking, well, but what do I need to do regarding my dad? And who do I need to contact? And what steps do I need to take? And my brain just wanted to default to what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I need to do to take care uh, you know, of things with my businesses? What do I need to do to navigate this very upsetting, intense, and tragic life event? What do I need to do? My brain just wants to do. <laughs> and at first, of course, I was still in a bit of shock. And like I, I mentioned, I, I probably still am in some way, shape, or form. But I recognized that my mind was racing and jumping all over the place, but it was all about doing. All my brain wanted to do was take action. Now, intellectually, I know why. I I mean, I know why my brain is doing that. My safe place is working or doing. And for some people, their safe place might be alcohol or a bag of chips or two bags of chips or a box of cookies or Netflix. But for me, it's it's work and keeping myself busy. And look, this is nothing new. I know this about myself, <laughs> right? But that being said, over the past couple of days, I also recognized that my brain wants to shop. I mean, maybe that's also a part of doing, but boy, do I want to shop these days, <laughs> these last two days, three days, right? I'm finding myself online and I'm looking at rugs and I'm looking at credenzas and curtains and and lights and new knives for the kitchen, which I really don't need right now, right? And then I'll just scroll through design ideas and then I'll get some ideas and then I want to shop some more. And I, of course, I can justify it because we just moved. We just moved into a brand new place. So there are things that we we do need to buy but it's also super dangerous like it's 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 dangerous behavior <laughs> i know that i have to keep that in check i have to bring awareness to that behavior because every time i click the the checkout button it's giving me a hit of dopamine and it's not necessarily because we need i i don't need to have that specific utensil holder for the kitchen <laughs> right now <laughs> But my brain wants to go towards shopping because it's going to give me a hit of dopamine. My brain wants to go towards doing and working because I get pleasure from that. It feels safe there. And it wants to move away from dealing with the death of my father because that's painful. So since my brain wants to take action, I'm trying to work with that in a more positive way where I'm actually taking care of myself and taking care of the emotions that I need to be processing right now, not necessarily by taking action, but I kind of have 
a, a to-do that I've incorporated into my morning routine. So it's still doing in some, in you know, d- depending on how you look at it. But what I'm doing is I'm waking up every morning and I'm asking myself, what do I need today? Not necessarily what do I need to do today, although sometimes what do I need today does end up in an action, but it's really about what do I need today? So what meetings can I reschedule? What do I need to focus on? What does my body need? What do I need emotionally? What are the priorities in this moment? And I have to say that that has been incredibly helpful because it allows me to recognize that I don't need to buy a damn credenza right now. (laughs) I don't need to take massive action, but maybe I need to organize some guest speakers to run my mastermind this week so I can navigate this loss and the emotions that are coming up. It allows me to see that I need a walk in the park with my family and our dog and that it's okay to reschedule some calls that were originally on my schedule for this week. It allows me to recognize where I'm at emotionally in that moment and it allows me to check in with myself. It allows me to to take the time to check in with my family. Also could be seen as an action, but it's not an action that's going to take me away from feeling my emotions. If anything, if I'm checking in with my family, it's going to help me to to feel those emotions. I was, I connected with my aunt today and as we were, and we were just texting back and forth, but even as she was, you know, her messages in her in, in her texting was, you know, it was, it was stirring up emotion in me and I just allowed myself to feel it. And look, we all experience pain in our lives. We're, and we're all guilty of, to, you know, turning to food or to alcohol or shopping or work or something else to ignore the, you know, to ignore the pain that we're feeling. That's normal. The thing is, is that those are all temporary distractions and they only really just prevent us from properly processing the pain that we're experiencing. Like that doesn't work long-term. Avoiding our pain causes the pain to fester within us, right? It actually guarantees that the pain will continue to surface when it's, when, you know, when, when it's given the opportunity. And another way we deal with pain sometimes is to is to act it out or to fight against it. So maybe you're feeling pain because of something that somebody did and so you yell at them or you get impatient or you get irritated or you might give somebody the silent treatment or you might vent about them or you might vent about or get upset about to a friend or a colleague or in some cases you might even take more drastic measures against someone you feel has caused you pain. It's the same temporary fix. It might relieve the pain in the moment, but these attempts almost always backfire because the outbursts or the silent treatment or retaliation or, you know, whatever is, whatever it is, it's, it's still a tactic to avoid what you really need to feel. When we react from negative emotion, we almost always get a negative result, right? Really listen to that. When we react from a negative emotion, we almost always get a negative result. It's usually uncontrolled. It's usually unthoughtful. And ultimately, the fight to not feel the emotion is a losing battle. Because processing pain is really just 
choosing to feel it. And now our, I mean, (laughs) our brain doesn't want that. (laughs) Our brain doesn't want to feel it. Our brain tells us that feeling pain is bad and, and, and scary because it feels bad and scary. But this isn't actually true. When we allow ourselves to really feel the pain that is surfacing, then we realize, huh, okay, I didn't die. We see that it's manageable and that it can do no long-term harm. But do you know what can do long-term harm? Avoiding, ignoring, and fighting our emotions. That has many long-term negative consequences. So I've been practicing allowing the feelings to surface and be in my body, even though sometimes I can't really make sense of it yet, even though instinctively I want to avoid, I want to avoid it through working or doing or shopping. Instead, I'll take a deep breath and just take it in. I acknowledge it and I try not to fix it. Life is going to happen to us at unexpected times as we work so damn hard at building our businesses and as we try to create something really powerful and really special. And out of the blue, stuff's going to happen. It's inevitable. So allow yourself to process the crappy feelings that come along with that. And remember that everything is happening for you, not to you. Look, I just moved. We're up to our eyeballs in boxes. One of our guinea pigs got sick and passed away. I found out last week that my debit card was compromised and then they sent the new card to the wrong address. (laughs) Then I found out on Thursday that my dad was in the hospital and Friday morning I found out he passed away. So I could be sitting here in massive victim mode screaming, I can't take it anymore. Why is this happening to me? But you know what? That is also not processing my emotion. When you're stuck in victim mode, you're exactly that. You're stuck. You're avoiding truly feeling the feelings that are coming up by blaming everything external for your shitty life or for the shitty things that are happening. Do you see that? By properly sitting in your emotions or sitting in your shit, as I like to call it, you're recognizing that what's happening outside of you is triggering something that already lives inside of you. And it just needs some acknowledgement and acceptance. And for you to feel it. And also give yourself time. I spoke with a good friend of mine today and she told me a story about one of our mutual friends who lost her father a few years ago. And this mutual friend ran into someone she knew and they said, hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since your father passed away. How have you been? And our friend burst into tears. And she was like, wow, I guess I still have a lot to process. And it had been years, right? But we really, we we never really know how long this stuff is going to take to process. So I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm accepting what comes up. I'm checking in with where I'm at. I'm trying not to avoid, or at least I'm catching myself when I notice that that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to find compassion for myself and I'm trying to do nothing. (laughs) And I'm reminding myself that this is something I've never experienced before. I've never lost a parent. So I don't really know what will happen or how I'll be from moment to moment or day to day or even year to year. So the question I have for you this week, my friends, is twofold. What do I do to avoid my emotions? 
And how can I be better at catching myself when I do it? Thank you again to everyone for listening. Thank you for the reviews and the comments and the feedback. I'm again, I'm really grateful for everyone who is tuning in to this to this podcast every week. This is a shorter episode today for obvious reasons, but I wanted to take a moment to connect with you and remind you to feel what gets triggered. It will only make you stronger. It will only make you more unstoppable. So I look forward to connecting with you next week. Ciao for now. Hey, if you'd like a weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and actionable tips to grow your business while managing all the things, then you need to get on my email list. Just head over to kelseymatheson.com to join my list. And while you're there, check out the awesome free content I give away. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with other female entrepreneurs who need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.